Howdy friends and welcome back to His Redemption Roads Season 3. I am your host, Natalie. During this season, we are diving into some of the more commonly used scriptures of the Bible to put them back into their intended context and restore to them the power the Holy Spirit intended when He inspired their writing. Sprinkled in, I hope to share divine revelation, exciting testimonies, dreams, and visions that ultimately break off chains of religion in order to reveal the unfailing love of the Father. So ask the Lord to prepare the soil of our hearts to receive as we take a stroll down His redemption road. Howdy friends, last time we talked about patience, the character of mind to remain consistent in labor with a calm, unruffled forbearance, without murmuring, and without discontent. We specifically discussed how we must allow God's promises to us to grow, mature, and develop while we continue steadily in obedience with patience to walk out His plan for our lives. And that episode leads us to today's episode of Don't Quit. Oh, friends, I would just say to all of you today, don't quit. Don't give up. I know that sometimes our life seems hard and we go through really difficult things. But don't give up on yourself or on the plans that God has for you. Yes, sometimes dreams, visions, and promises from God come true very quickly, but other times they are lifelong visions that literally take a lifetime to fulfill. And when this is the case, we have to plant a rod of steel in our determination with the Lord that we will continue on with Him and we will not quit. I actually remember praying for something for 19 years before I saw it happen. Sometimes I thought, oh my goodness, will this ever happen? But I knew in my heart it would. That's why I kept praying. And I stood strong. And when that thing took place after 19 years of prayer, the fruit of that is so sweet. Friends, let me tell you, the world will come along and tempt us to veer off course or to change directions entirely. We may be pulled to accept a different way of thinking. We may be told, you can't do that. You'll never amount to anything if you go that way. Or that's too hard. Come do this instead. And if we don't keep our focus on the Lord, we can easily be turned astray and fall into the temptations of this world instead of staying the course intended for our lives. So I'm going to say it again. Don't quit. I love the scripture where Moses and God are having a conversation in Exodus 33 verses 12 through 23. Let's read it together and see what we can glean. It says, 
Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. And he said, this is God. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And then Moses said to God, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except that you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, this is Moses saying to God, please show me your glory. Then God said to Moses, I will make my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But God said, You cannot see my face, for no man shall see my face and live. And then the Lord said, Here is a place by me, and you shall stand in the rock. So it shall be when my glory passes by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Wow. Now, why am I pulling this scripture as a scripture to not quit? Well, I'm going to tell you why. In not quitting, one of the things we have to say to God is, Lord, go with me. Show me your way that I may know you. Help me to find grace in your sight and go with me. I don't want to go unless you go with me. That's what Moses said. Moses said, show me your way. I want to know you. Help me to find grace in your sight. And Lord, don't take us away from here unless you go with me. And that needs to be our heart's cry. God, show me your way for my life. I need to know you, God, and nothing else. And help me to find grace in your sight. And then Lord, as I do this thing that you have called me to do, God, go with me. And when we declare that and we say that, that is us also saying, Lord, I'm not going to go down the paths where you are not. I'm not going to go where the world calls or where the temptation calls or "Mm, that way looks easier than this way or that way makes sense to my earthly mind. So I'll go that direction. No, we're going to go where God is. And that is how we're safe. Because when you continue reading this scripture, God knows his name. 
Friends, God knows your name. He has called you by name. He has written a book with your name on it in heaven with the days of your life written out full of goodness for you. And what does God do? God protects Moses. He answers his cry. He shows him his goodness. He shows him his back. But as the Lord passes by, what does he do? He hides Moses in the cleft of his rock and he covers Moses with his hand and he allows Moses to see all of his goodness. Friends, when we need God, he will protect us. He will cover us with his hand. He will allow us to see his goodness. Do you need to see the goodness of God today? Then say, Lord, let me see your goodness today. I want to keep going, but I'm on the verge of quitting. And I can't quit because I know that this is the path and the plan you have for me. So show me your goodness today. And you know what God will do? He will hide you. He will protect you. He will cover you. And he will show you his goodness So we have to have the same anthem cry as Moses. Lord, I will go where you tell me, but go with me or I don't want to go. And then we must continue to forsake all other ways that lead away from the path that God is on with us. We must place the Lord in a seat of honor in our life. An honor so high that we will follow him and we will leave the world behind. So I had an amazing vision experience back in January of 2020. I don't know if I've ever shared this experience on this podcast before, but I'm going to share it with you now. So back in January of 2020, I was sitting in the study of our home And I was praying and talking to the Lord. I had been reading scriptures. I had been listening to Christian teachers and teachings. And I suddenly found myself translated on my knees with my eyes shut before the throne of God in the throne room of heaven. Everything in that room was solid yet transparent, almost like pure glass, gold, or ice. Um, I would describe it even as a sapphire that I could look through because everything was a radiant icy blue and it kind of had a silver gold hue to my surroundings. But when I arrived there, my eyes were shut. So I didn't see that at first, but I could feel the place where I was. I, I knew I was in the throne room. I was on my knees with my forehead on the ground (laughs) and my arms stretched out before me and I was in front of three glassy transparent blue what I would call sapphire steps that led up to a long almost never-ending platform that held God the Father on the throne. I did not see God But I did see the base of the throne and I could feel his presence when I did open my eyes. I also saw the base of the throne of the Son of God, which was to the right hand of God, which is Jesus's throne. And I even saw to the right of that many, many thrones stretched out beside that 
into the distance. As I knelt there with my eyes closed, I could feel a smooth coolness of the floor under me. Actually, I kept kind of moving my fingers back and forth over it because it almost felt like ice, but it wasn't wet and it was cold and it was super smooth. And I kept, I could feel this coolness under my fingers and there was a continuous sound that filled the atmosphere. That was a combination of singing, worship, instruments playing, and rushing water. It was a peaceful, calming, protective sound. It was holy. As I lay there on my knees and my face with my forehead touching the ground and my hands stretched out before me, I suddenly began to feel hands reaching forward and slapping my fingertips. Not hard, like slap slapping, but like reaching to touch the tops of my hands that were laid flat on the floor. And I felt this over and over again. And after a few moments of this fervent yet urgent and loving repeated touching, it felt like many different people doing that. I lifted my head just a little bit so that I could see what was touching my hands. And what I saw was that right there before me, where those steps were, there was no front to the bottom step under this altar or this platform before me. And that many hands of many people were crowding forward and reaching through this open space simply to touch my fingertips and to grasp my hands. And as one person would do it, that they would move over and the next person and the next person, and the next person. And there were hundreds, even thousands of people taking turn to reach through and touch my fingertips. And when I looked up and I saw this, I gasped in a gulp of awestruck air as I realized that these people were martyrs. They were the martyrs reaching forward to touch my hands. And it was as if they were saying to me, don't give up. Keep going. Don't let our blood be spilled in vain. Run the race. Make us proud. Spread the gospel. And don't quit. My vision ended there. And I, I had to sit there for a long time taking that in because it was so powerful. It was so powerful. So friends, that lines up with the verse in Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, that lines up with both the vision that I had and what we're talking about today of don't quit. It says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of of witnesses. That's them. That's those martyrs. That's the cloud of witnesses that we are surrounded by. It says, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne 
of God. Today, I can tell you there is a throne room in heaven. And Jesus' throne is right there at the right hand of God, the Father. And he is God too. And he's sitting there and he's uh, on his throne today. And that there are martyrs. There's a great cloud of witnesses. And they are encouraging us on. And they're saying, don't quit. Run the race. Keep going. If Jesus can do it, so can you. You are the joy that was set before him. Keep going. Keep going. Don't stop and don't get discouraged. And don't let the sin of this world that weighs down and entangles. Don't let that entangle you. Run fast. Keep going. So friends, there may be some of you out there feeling weary. Like you want to quit. Well, I want to share a short, short vision and word with you that I received this past Sunday on September 10th. And I hope that it, it will refresh you. Those of you who have thought, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I'm tired. I want to quit. I want to give up. I hope that this will bring refreshment to your soul and your spirit. I titled it, The Rain is Coming. I saw a red sunrise, really red, streaking across the horizon of early morning hours. And then I heard, The rain is coming. Not a shower, not a sprinkle, but a true, deep, and satiating rain. A rain that goes down deep and waters the dry, parched, weary lands. Do you know what these lands are? Do you know where these lands are? They are the plains of your heart, the crevices of your soul, the depths of your spirit. I am sending the rain to nourish the depths of you. Are you open to receive? Will you soften your heart? Will you surrender your will so I can do my will? Lo, I am sending a rain. Yes, it is already here, watering those who will receive. Will you receive today? Friends, don't quit. Keep going. Fix your eyes on Jesus and let him water you so that you are no longer dry and thirsty and you are able to run the race that he has set before you. God has equipped you for this very season, this very time, and this very purpose. You can do it. Keep your eyes on him. Let's pray. Lord God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray that every person falling under the sound of my voice would raise their arms to you, would open their hearts and surrender. And Holy Spirit, right now, in the name of Jesus, that you would begin to pour your satisfying rain, your nourishing, watering, satiating rain into their hearts and their souls and their minds, and that you revive and you refresh every person to go and do the very things that you have set before us to do, that we are weary no longer, God, that we see you, we see your presence, we follow you, you have gone before us, you have taken the land, and we go with you, God. Help us to know our purpose, 
Help us to hear your voice and to know what we do and when to do it and how to do it. And help us to obey you with hearts of determination, Lord, that the world and the temptations and the lies of the enemy cannot pull us aside, God, because we're your children. We know your voice. You show us your goodness and you protect us with your very own hand. We love you, God. Walk with us today, this week, and always. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and share this podcast with a friend. Also, if you haven't checked them out, go take a look at my books on Amazon. One is my memoir about being healed from Guillain-Barre syndrome called Healing Wings. And the other is a couple's marriage workbook called The Mission of Marriage. More books will be coming soon. You can stay connected with me on Facebook or Instagram at His Redemption Road. Have an amazing week in the Lord and be blessed everywhere you go.